0: Welcome to the Keeping Kids Safe podcast. My name is Karen Cohn. I am the co-founder of the Zach Foundation for Children's Safety. This is your number one resource for all things related to your child's emotional, physical, and social well-being. Now I'd like to introduce my co-host and my friend, the executive director of the Zach Foundation for Children's Safety, Megan Ferraro. Hi, Karen, how are you? Hi, Megan. I'm well. How are you? I'm good. I
1: cannot believe that Christmas is already upon us.
0: I know. Where has the time gone?
1: It has flown by. It's been so busy and so fun. The kids are at great ages, and I just am wondering how I'm going to get all of these last-minute details finished.
0: I know. It's always the case, right? I feel like I was forced to start doing some shopping earlier just because of all the threats of the supply chain issues, right? Yeah. So I think that's a good thing.
1: Me too. I worry that I'm not going to finish that early execution, (laughs) right? All the gifts are ordered. They're starting to come in. Will I start wrapping before Christmas week? That's the real question. I
0: know. That's always a hard thing to get done.
1: So hard to dedicate time to that, but it's so fun for the kids to have that full Christmas experience. In fact, um, our our elf on the shelf arrived today, and the kids are so excited, so happy. And I am also happy, but I know that in a day or two I'm going to be dreading when I get that calendar reminder at 9.55 that I
0: need to move the elf on the shelf. There were so many times where my elf just did not move. (laughs) And in the morning I would come down and I'd be like, oh no, the elf. And I would take it and throw it. (laughs) like just hope that it would land somewhere before the kids saw where it was. The kids be like, wait, wait, where's the elf? (laughs) That's
1: actually really funny. So before we moved, I put a box of Christmas supplies that were to be moved to our temporary house and in it was the elf on the Mm. shelf, the Christmas stockings, and maybe one or two other Christmas, maybe our advent calendar, a few other things. And the box did not make it. So I had to go out and buy new stockings Mm. and a new elf on the shelf and the elf on the shelf looks different. And so I had to write a letter that the original elf on the shelf has covid and is quarantining, so he sent his friend in his stead. And so Millie's face just fell this morning when she saw the elf. She was like, this is not our elf. And she
0: read the letter, and she looked so sad. Oh, my gosh. First of all, that was so smart of you. But why didn't you tell me? Because I could have sent you mine. I still have mine. And obviously, I'm not using it.
1: <laughs> right? But I mean, if it doesn't look exactly
0: the same, Millie would have
1: noticed. Well, hopefully.
0: <laughs> I have the older one, not the new version. (laughs) I know.
1: Right. She just was like immediately, that's not a Ralph. I couldn't believe it. She hasn't seen this thing in 12 months. Wow. I know.
0: I know. Kids are so smart.
1: They are, and they're so excited to be into and celebrating the season, whether it's Hanukkah or Christmas or any other holiday. It's just so exciting for
0: them. I know. My kids are too. Still. Sydney has been giving me, she's giving me heart palpitations where I got a little snippy the other day because she was like, you know, it's, you know, whatever number of days left before we get to Christmas. And I'm like, um, no, no, it's not. It's a lot longer than that. And she's like, why are you mad? I'm like, because that stresses (laughs) me out. I need to know I have a lot of time.
1: (laughs) I know. And it's going to zip I by. Know.
0: She's like, okay, all right, fine. I'm like, I'm not really mad at you. Just don't stress me out.
1: I'm just stressed out. I know. Yes. I know. <laughs> well, it'll be a really interesting few weeks heading into this holiday season, getting everything ready, thinking about holiday plans, whether you're traveling or staying home and we thought we would talk about a few safety tips for traveling and for staying home for the holidays. Um, and so one of the first things we wanted to talk about today is, you know, we've, you've heard us talk about this before, is traveling during the holidays. If you're going somewhere on an airplane or if you're headed to a vacation spot with a pool or on a beach, really thinking about those layers of protection and talking to your kids about water safety.
0: That's right. And I know, as you said, we have talked about this before, but I feel like we always need to give reminders.
1: I know whether it's, you know, being super organized for that plane ride or that long car ride and having little things to keep your kids distracted and sanitizer and masks on hand or ensuring that when you get to your vacation spot that If there's a pool, that there's a four-sided fence around that pool, that there are alarms on the doors heading out to the pool area, uh, that you talk to your kids about water safety and not going near the water without an adult. Or if it's really thinking about, you know, if your kid's wearing a puddle jumper or a life jacket, really putting that child in the water so they know what it feels like to be in the water without that flotation device, taking them out, putting the life jacket or the puddle jumper on, having fun in the water, and then reminding their ch- your child when they get out of the water that they are not to go near the water without an adult.
0: Yes, all really great tips.
1: You know, it's funny. Um, we were talking this morning, Teddy and I, about um, safety, about not going near something. I can't remember what it was. Not going near the Christmas tree, not letting our toddler, you know, just pull things off of the Christmas tree. And he said, well, he's so little. How can he... How can he learn that? And I said, well, just like we teach you about not touching the hot stove or not going near the busy street, we have to teach Charles not to pull ornaments off the Christmas tree or it could fall on him. And so we start, Charles is 22 months, and start talking to them early, just like I talked to him about not going near the hot stove or holding my hand in the parking lot, You know, talking to them about not going near the water without an adult, not going near the water without holding an adult's hand, starting that as early and as often as you can.
0: Absolutely, and we also want to remind people, you know, that also if you're having people at your home, um, if you're going, you know, in warm weather, in at that, you know, Airbnb or that VRBO that you're renting, you want to make sure that you have water designated water watchers, and just making sure you take the time to focus on watching the kids in the water, because obviously you want to have an enjoyable an enjoyable, and a safe vacation.
1: That's true. And, you know, the other thing that I was thinking about is if you're staying home for the holidays or you're going to someone's home um, to enjoy the holidays, if you're up in the Northeast or the, the Midwest and it's cold, really making sure that before you um, start lighting your fireplace for the season that you have it You know, inspected and cleaned. It's something my husband's so good about doing every year, Um, and that you're really just thinking through the safety elements of having a fire with young kids in the house. So that what does that mean? That means having it inspected and cleaned. It means um, ensuring that there are barriers between that fireplace and your young babies or toddlers who may not understand that that fireplace is hot. Um, But it also means when you're cleaning out your fireplace, ensuring that the fire that the ashes are completely cooled. Before you remove them from the fireplace, and that if you do need to take them out of the house, that you put them in a metal can away from the house, so that you're really sure that everything is totally cooled and burned off before it comes anywhere near the house.
0: Yeah, it's something that we, you know, we may not think about. We may think, oh, well, you know, we put the fire out a few hours ago, but always wait overnight at least before you clean those ashes out. It's so important to remember that. And that's also such a good point. Put it away from the house and put it in something that's not going to catch fire if there are any right. hot ashes.
1: That's, that's exactly right. You know, we, we talked a little bit during our Thanksgiving episode about, you know, making sure that you have um, outlet covers on outlets if you're visiting somewhere new for the holidays. But we didn't talk about that fireplace safety that it is so important. Um, And so, you know, as I'm thinking about my holiday dinner, I know we had a lot of really funny feedback from our Thanksgiving episode about how people prefer to have their cranberry sauce served, whether it's in a can or freshly made. Um, I was wondering if you have anything special that you make around Hanukkah or Christmas that you might like to share.
0: Yeah, so usually over Hanukkah, we, we will, since we celebrate Hanukkah and Christmas, we won't do all eight nights of Hanukkah. We just do one night. And so mm-hmm. we will have a full Hanukkah dinner. We'll have like matzo ball soup and laka potato lakas and we'll definitely have, um, a special dinner that the kids look forward to, and they'll have one present to open that night. And we do try to light the menorah almost every night, but, um, we're not, as, we're not as good about lighting it every night, but we try, we try. And then for Christmas, usually we celebrate with my family Christmas Eve and we usually do um, an Italian dinner, but not the seven, it's the seven fishes, right? We do not do the seven yes. fishes. We usually just do a traditional like meatballs and spaghetti <laughs> and garlic oh, bread nice. and lasagna. Nice. <laughs> um, but- That is something that we do every single year. But of course, with COVID, we haven't been able to do that. So we definitely will do that again this year.
1: And then what do you do for Christmas dinner?
0: Christmas dinner varies. Um, It's sometimes we will um, share with friends. Other times we are, a lot of times we're traveling actually. So we're not even doing like a real dinner. Okay. We're like opening up our presents and jumping in the car and heading out of town.
1: That's nice that's a good way to spend Christmas day yeah
0: so that's great um and it's also a really quiet travel day so if we're going to the airport it's nice really nice and easy to get um to get to wherever we're going That's
1: mm-hmm. great yeah we typically do the seven fishes um the Italian seven fishes my husband's family is Italian. I had never heard of it until I married him um, but this year we're having Christmas Eve with my family so we're doing We're doing something a little different, um, and so we're looking forward to that. It'll be fun to spend the holiday with my parents, and my kids are so excited about it, so it should be a really nice holiday where we don't have to rush around and go places, and we can kind of just be relaxed, which we're looking forward
0: to. That's great. That's really nice. Yeah. So... So what is what is it that you're going to be doing this year for your dinner?
1: We're doing something different this year. We're doing just a big roast and a lot of appetizers and some champagne and some wine. It should be a really fun night for the adults and for the kids. Aww. So I'm looking forward to being with my parents. I haven't spent you know the night with my parents in their house for Christmas Eve for a long, long, long time. So it should be really fun.
0: Oh-. So nice.
1: Yeah, really looking forward to it. Um, and then we're staying put. I don't think we have any plans to travel over the Christmas break. So it's, it's probably going to get <laughs> a little long with the kids home for almost two
0: weeks. Yeah, so do your kids finish before Christmas? Yeah, their last day is the 17th. So is mine
1: <laughs> so, which happens to be Millie's birthday. So that will be such a fun way for her to celebrate, Aww. <laughs> um, which is so great. But then, you know, they're off for two weeks. So it'll be a long, a long break. We're going to have to get really creative and come up with some fun things for them to do.
0: Yeah. Would you take them like into Philly and go spend some time walking around there and um, doing that for a day or something?
1: I think we will. Um, it's really pretty fun, actually, to go into Philadelphia the week before Christmas because there's lots of fun Christmas displays at mm-hmm. the Comcast Center, and there's a really great light show that the um, it used to be called the Wanamaker Building, for those of you from the Philadelphia area that are listening. But it's now Macy's, and they mm-hmm. have this really incredible, uh, I don't know if it's like a three or four-story light display that was probably installed 50 years ago. Um, and it's the same lights and the same music, and it's really old-fashioned and super sweet. That's so fun for the kids to to experience. So we'll do that for a day. Um, depending on what the weather's like, maybe we'll go to the shore and just, <laughs> if it's not too frigid, try to enjoy being being at the shore where it's so quiet. Um, so we'll we'll make the best of it. It'll just be an, a. An adventure keeping them occupied.
0: Right. And then you have to be done an entire week early also. Right. Which yeah. adds a little pressure. It's fast <laughs> fast approaching. I know. <laughs> I know. Looking towards that date to have everything ready.
1: I know. It's going to be really fun. They decorated the Christmas tree this weekend. So they hung the ornaments and put out all of these really cute Christmas decorations that my mom has and they just had so much fun helping her decorate this year. It was really cute. Oh,
0: that's really nice. Yeah. Yes.
1: It was such a fun thing for them to do after Thanksgiving. They spent a ton of time with their cousins and really enjoyed that and then rolled right into decorating for Christmas. So it was a great a really great way for them to spend the rest of their Thanksgiving break. Oh,
0: wow. Yeah, that's exciting.
1: How about your house is it fully is it fully decorated or what's the status? Working
0: on that. As we speak, um, I definitely put the lights outside early this year, and or earlier than usual, but just working on the inside. And then I probably won't get a tree, probably won't get a tree till after, after Jenna comes back from school. She's coming back pretty early. So she'll be back around December 13th. So- okay. Um, so yeah, so after she gets home, then we'll get the tree. We'll wait for her to do that for sure. And then nice. it's exciting. We have a wedding to go to, which we don't normally have a wedding to go to in December. So that's exciting. Mm. That is exciting. And we're also having a new experience with some friends, which I'll have to tell you about another time, but we're celebrating with some friends who are from Australia. And so they're mm. going to be cooking up their traditional Christmas dinner. And I have no idea what that is. So <laughs> I will let you know when I know.
1: <laughs> oh, cool. I can't wait to hear. About and it. then
0: my parents are celebrating their 55th wedding anniversary.
1: Wow. And how are you celebrating?
0: So not doing a party, just a dinner. Nice. So yeah, can't believe it.
1: That's exciting. 55 years. That's a long time. It's a
0: long time. Yes.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. oh. And what about now? Are you guys Christmas movie watchers? Do you have movies that you watch every year, either leading up to or during Christmas break?
0: Um, well, we definitely watch like the Christmas shows. Okay. Um, and one of our favorites is a year without a Santa Claus.
1: Okay. I don't that, think I've seen that. Um,
0: that's like with the heat miser. Um. It, Megan, what are you missing?
1: (laughs) I'm just focused on, you know, my staples, Christmas vacation, elf, you know, white Christmas. I just have Mm -hmm. like the old reliables that we go back to every year. So I need to broaden my horizons. It sounds like.
0: Yeah. So wait, do your kids watch like Rudolph, Rudolph the Red Nosed Reindeer? Rudolph
1: the Red Nosed Reindeer. Um, They watch the Charlie Brown Christmas that they love to watch. We mm-hmm. allowed them to watch Elf and Christmas Vacation last year, and it was so funny <laughs> to see mm-hmm. their reactions. So.
0: Yeah, those are good movies, yeah. definitely, yeah.
1: So that's, that's our list. So I'll have to get a list from you. I'll have to try some new things.
0: Yeah, definitely. Happy to share.
1: Thanks. So now, eggnog family or not an eggnog
0: family? Oh, uh, you know... We try. It's probably not our favorite, but we do definitely try. Yeah. <laughs> um, we definitely get eggnog every year, but how much of it do we actually drink? Not a lot.
1: Yeah. That, how about it's you? It's a no for us. It's just a, a no? hard no. Yeah.
0: Straight up no. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: We've got enough of our, like, with the, with the seven fishes and the different... Mm. You know, food traditions that we have. I feel like we we let the eggnog go. Maybe if the kids start expressing interest in it, we'll add it into the rotation. But neither my husband or I have any desire.
0: <laughs> Always something to try, exactly. And what about do you ha- do you like Martinelli's sparkling cider for your? holiday dinners
1: yes we always have that on hand although love it you know it's funny over thanksgiving i think my mother-in-law couldn't find enough of them she only found one and then she had welch's sparkling grape juice for the kids she had one of the martinelli's and then two or three of the welch's which i didn't even know they made a sparkling juice Um, how was it i don't think anyone drank it (laughs)
0: Yeah, we love Martinelli's, and one day I was just heading into Whole Foods, and they were everywhere. Oh. So I quickly grabbed some. That's great. Um, so I definitely had plenty, and I even had extras <laughs> at our house in Florida. That's great. I had extras there also, which was. I don't know. I always think like I actually prefer that to regular champagne.
1: <laughs> Another area where we disagree. <laughs> <laughs> Not so oh. for me, but um, but I do appreciate always having something for the kids to be able to try. It's, it's absolutely fun for them.
0: Yeah, I know. Just you know, it's it's a it's a treat, and so. That definitely elevates the experience. Yeah, it
1: just makes it feel special for them.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: Making sure their napkins are on their laps, which, you know, is I try almost every meal that but I insist upon it for holiday meals and having some sparkling cider for them, juice for them. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I know. Megan, I hope that you and your family have a really safe and healthy holiday season. And I hope that Millie has a really happy birthday also. And also to all of our listeners, we hope that you all have a happy and safe holiday season and you can spend time with family and friends.
1: Yes, so excited to be able to spend time with family and friends. I really enjoyed last year where it was just the six of us kind of hunkered down together. It was so nice to have that quality time, but wow, it was really nice to spend Thanksgiving with family. And I'm looking forward to doing the same at Christmas and wish you all a happy and healthy holiday. Bye.
0: Bye.